Hello. Yeah, I hear you. Want me to pause the music? No, keep going. Hey, Kevin, you're going to have to send it to him. So I'm going to send it to him? Yeah, because I'm sending it for the iPad. I just send the tool. Mm-hmm. I just just bite that up. I did. I, I started over. Why ain't nobody tell me Eve was that hard? You're young. <laughs> <laughs> Every night make you cry. What kind of love from a nigga make you wish he would die? I mean, shit, he bought you things and 
for him, huh? That wasn't love, baby girl, you was dreaming. I could have killed you when you said your seed was growing from the seed. It's blind, and it'll take over your mind. But you think it's love, it's truly not you to elevate and find. It's blind, and it'll take over your mind. But you think it's love, it's truly not you to elevate and find. I don't even know you when I kill you myself. Okay. Jordan. I'm in. Calvin All right. Lee, I'm in. Alright, got you. I'm gonna let E ride up. Love is Yo, what's up, y'all? This is the D Start Show, man. I'm with my boys, Kevin and Jordan. Hey, y'all, guys, introduce yourself, man. How y'all doing? My name Calvin, man. Welcome to the D Start Show, man. This is Jordan Reeves on the D Start Show, man. Let's go. What's going on, y'all? Today's topic, man, is domestic violence, man, and what's going on, man. It's one of the leading causes of women death, um, like 85 percent. I was just looking at it earlier, um, and it's going to be today's topic, man. We don't want to, when we talk about this topic, we don't want to use any names. We want to just keep it, you know, we can bring it up, but we don't want to use nobody's names because I am on social media, um, actually on Facebook. So don't want nobody putting this out there, but let's talk about the situation. You want to start it off, Kevin? Uh, yeah, we can start off. Uh... It's, 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 I want to start off by saying it's multiple different, different ways to, uh, it's multiple different ways of domestic violence. It could be physical, it could be mental, uh, mental, and it could be emotional, you know what I mean? So, uh, we gotta be, we gotta, we gotta watch what we say to people, you know what I mean? Because we can hurt the people that's next to us and we won't even know. We, like, by cracking jokes, the mic can hurt them, you know what I mean? Cause that's a form of domestic violence too. You know what I mean? Even though they might laugh it off, it might hurt them at the end of the day. Right. Um, I was just reading earlier. So it said every year, um, 5.3 million incidents of IPV um occurs in the United States. IPV is um domestic um intimate partner domestic violence. Um, but that being said, it's a woman five five out of. Five to eight to ten or more likely men's are um, domestic violence. They started in like the age of 18 all the way up. So basically domestic violence is starting like when you're in high school. So I got I got daughters. Um, my daughter is 20. And they're basically saying in that age group, domestic violence is starting at a young age. So we need to watch the signs, man. Um, it's a lot of people out in situations that they think they're in love and they're lying together to beat up on them. 
And I always just take that one time. They hear, oh, I'm not going to do it anymore. And it happens over and over again. So, and, look, go ahead. And, you know, one, one of the things that has to be addressed, you know, to kind of domestic violence and everything that comes with it is, you know, where those things come from. And I think a large part of the problem, again, like like one of the things that we touched as uh, our last episode was the fact that a lot of men out here want to control women. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you know, you learn the hard there is no control. You can't, you can't do it. And it's funny that you said it because it's say between um, four and eight percent pregnant women are bruised that they were in the domestic violence basis start when they get pregnant. And that, that's, yeah. It's funny to say that, man. So it's kind of like, okay, hey, look, I got you pregnant and I don't like the way you look now and I'm taking that on you. Um, the angry management stuff, man, I got sisters and I got daughters, I got a mom. I'm not going to allow no guy to put their hands on my siblings, cousins. I, I just can't, I don't have any respect for a man to put his hands on a woman at all. I understand what you're saying, dude. But you got to understand, there's only so much you can do as a brother, as a cousin, and as a father. Because if that woman is going to keep going back, you're going to keep putting yourself in a predicament to where you can be uh, in jail or even dead. You know what I mean? And and I feel you on that, man. So what do you do in a situation like that? Man, saying, do you get into your cousins or sisters or daughters life um what do you do i'm saying as a man as a father as a brother you know as a son do you just sit back and allow that to happen uh, hey you, you call this number and they could actually kidnap them beat them up and drop them off in another state if you want right <laughs> <laughs> right because really you got to think about it when it comes to domestic violence a lot of kids are involved so therefore you think about it if a woman get beat up and he beat up and he killed her. Now the child actually lost two parents. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. He's going to go to jail or the family members going to actually try to find him and kill him. So now the kids are being affected. Yeah. Sure. And I think I think a majority of that, when, when it happens from, from a pregnancy standpoint, um, you know, a, a lot of these guys are, are probably new fathers. Um, may not know how to properly uh, care for a woman that's pregnant because, you know, women women need a lot when they're pregnant. Right. They, they need you to do quite a bit for them. And then at, at the same hand, you know, maybe a male not knowing how to prepare to have a child or prepare to be a, a, a father figure or, or a man to be responsible gives him frustration. But my thing is, you don't take frustration out on a woman, the person that you love, the person that you oh, care about. absolutely not. So, absolutely uh, not. And, and I just look back, man, when I was growing up, man, my dad would not allow me to hit my sisters. My sisters used to tag, they hit me, man. I could never put my hands on them, man. My dad used to always pull me to the side. Hey, you going up either dead or in jail. And as I got older and I thought about it, man, hey, look, you know, a man is already more powerful than a woman, so why do you put your hands on him? That's yeah, true. yeah. That that's never really uh, an an acceptable thing. And you know, science has proved time and time again that men are stronger than women. But what I will tell you is the uh, a lot of those cases normally 
uh, don't stem from a, a woman putting their hands on a man. But that's also something that, that needs to be approached from the female standpoint is, hey, you know, don't don't put your hands on a man. I get you what know, you, you, you I feel what you're you saying can't. on that piece. I feel what you're saying on that piece too, but I feel like as a man, if a woman tag you, you got you strong enough to walk off. Push him off. Hey, look, I'm finna leave. You know what I'm saying? Because hey man, look, Layla Ali deck you in your shit. <laughs> I'ma tell you right now, ain't no man in the world strong enough to walk away from one of them. <laughs> See, Jordan, Jordan, I understand what you're saying because my mother always taught me to never put my hands on the woman. But if she put her hands on me, do no disrespect, knock that bitch loose. <laughs> that was her exact words. So and you I know, don't in violence towards yeah. a woman. But when is it is when is it gonna be enough to where these women stop putting their hands on men because they know these men's not gonna hit them back? But me, I was taught knock that bitch head off for sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean it is it is some instances to where there has to be a gray area because if a woman is coming at you with a knife or got you at gunpoint, you know, at, at that point, you know, you're you're an enemy. You're a threat to my health, my safety, and my, my life. So I got to do whatever I got to do to protect myself. Man, mm. woman, dog, cat, fish, what whatever it is. <laughs> you know, get- basic human instinct is survival. And if a woman is is constantly putting her hands on a man or threatening a man or beating on a man or or, or just hitting them with objects around the house, that, that's a problem. And it has to be addressed as such because a man can only take so much. For sure. A human only can take so much. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Hell, a dog only going to take so much, you know? <laughs> so at some point, when do you say enough is enough? I'm saying as a man or as a woman, as a woman, when do you say enough is enough? I'm saying when do you step off and say, hey, look, this relationship is not the relationship for us. So you, you got to get it from the get go. Yeah, because sadly right now and the situations that I know, like you said, let's not name any people, but the situations that I that I know of at this moment is the fact that it's normal. You know what I mean? And that's the problem because that's all you see is violence on the internet, violence on the TV. So they feel like this shit is normal. And that's why like I'm in the 20 age limit. You know what I mean? I'm 23. So like when you were saying D and start young, you got to understand nowadays these young cats think that they drug dealers and they're trying to say that if the bitch ain't listening to me, I, I'm a, I'm a sure. You know what I mean? So like we in that age limit to where these dudes don't know how to talk things out. They want to be physical and violent because they want somebody to be scared of them. But and the I thing is, that's not your child. That's not your child. So 100%. why do you put your hand on that woman? So I mean, it, it go back to what I was saying about control. It, you know, uh, uh, men in particularly, and not only men, uh, but a lot of men have an authority, an authoritative complex. And, you know, from that, you want someone to do what you say. Like, like this whole argument about women being submissive and not being submissive and things like that. So, you know, if a, if a woman is not being submissive to you, then it's obviously that you're not doing the the correct things um in order to make that happen but submission through force or through physical coercion it it, it doesn't it doesn't make her 
actually be submissive to you, it makes her fearful. Thus brings the submission. Mm-hmm. I feel you, man. And you know, D, we actually had a, a co-worker kind of like that with me. You worked together. And yeah. you know, not, not to drop no names, but you know, that was how he was raised. Right, right. Right. That was how he was raised. And you know, we gotta start undoing that damage to our society, or it's gonna end up being the death of us. And, and you think about all the shows that we have dealing with child support and last week we were talking about the other day we were talking about all this kind of ties up together. You know, the, the father being missing on a child support piece, um, or just a missing parent altogether, and a man trying to control a woman. All this ties together, you know what I'm saying? Because me personally, man, I feel like if a man, if you got to hit a woman, the first time you get hit, it's time to go after that right there because he's going to do it again. And I got a lot of women that actually stay in a situation. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. Oh, I'm aggravated. Oh, I lost my job. And they make excuses for these guys, man. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely right about that. And I think, you know, women got, got this complex of not wanting to be alone. A lot of women have a complex of not wanting to be alone that they'll settle for that type of treatment and that type of abuse. And, you know, it, it never ends up in, in a good space. It never ends up, you know, being something that works out for people. All right, because at the end of the day, man, somebody's going to end up just hurt, man. And then a, a lot of kids are watching how their fathers beat up on their mothers. And young boys, man, they grew up in want to do the same thing to their girlfriends and their wives and young girls they think it's okay you know what i'm saying uh, my daddy did it to my mom so it's okay for you to hit me you know what i'm saying so we just yep. doing the same thing over and over and over and we're not stopping it you know what i'm saying and then and that's what calvin said earlier you know the, the new normal you mm-hmm. know the, the this new normal and and this this has never been normal it's never been normal to be in an abusive relationship with somebody right and just like every Go, I don't mean to cut y'all, but just like Kevin said earlier, you know what I'm saying? You got to stay out of the business because they may get upset with you and stuff like that. But when do the family members and friends say enough is enough? D, I'm going to tell you this from experience. I didn't call the police. I didn't, I didn't beat a nigga to jelly. I did everything that I could do. But the only thing I didn't do at first was pray because I was angry. All I'm doing from now on, I'm just going to pray that they understand that they are beautiful and they deserve way more than what they deserve. So that's why I tell you now, I'm staying out of it because I want you to see. I can't make, I can't physically make you see what I see. You know what I mean? So I guess, you know, go ahead, go ahead, Joel. Well, I was going to say, Calvin, I think a a lot of that is, is fear too because as a woman, you know, even if you do have family members and people that care about you, what is really your out? What What is your out? How How do you get away from this person to the point where you can make sure that they don't try to do you any more harm? Because a lot of women, believe it or not, do try to escape, um, you know, domestic violence relationships and, and domestic partnerships that, that are abusive. But a lot of the times they're not able to. Oh, that's great. But they say, man, um, it's more than three women are killed by their husbands and boyfriends every day. It's an everyday thing that we're losing our young ladies, you know, our queens, and we're beating up on our beautiful women, man. That, that's, that's, that's deep, man. It is deep. I'm going to say this now. 
I went to school with a girl. This was back in 2019. Uh, she went off to college. Uh, she get a phone call. Her mom had been killed by her boyfriend. He choked her while she was asleep. He choked her to death. You know what I mean? And when I tell you, like, the way that I had, the way that I saw, I never saw her in that light because she always been happy. But she was so miserable because she wanted her mama to leave before, but it was too late. You know what I mean? So it was like, it, it's crazy. I wish, I wish these women understand that they are worth more than what they told by these raggedy dudes. You know what I mean? Right. I just, I just yeah. want a woman to see they worth because they worth more than just a guy beating on them. They worth more than the guy just spending money on them and thinking it's okay. Oh, he he paying all the bills so he can beat on me. No, that's not okay. And you know what? A lot of the times, Calvin, and I don't want to cut you off, but a lot of the times there are early indicators for such things like this. You know, if if the guy got anger problems or or if he doesn't know how to express himself uh, verbally, or if you know he he's not able to to um, I guess convey his emotions, you know, with ease and things like that. It's it's warning signs. What like on on social media nowadays, everything is fucking red flags. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's red flags before you get into a lot of these situations that potentially give you the ability to avoid these situations. If a motherfucker playing a video game and you punch the wall because you lose, you may want to get out of that fucking situation. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> That 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 relationship is not the one for you. It, that, that's just what it, it is. What it, it, if if a man probably does not have a a decent relationship with his mother or father or whoever his mother and father figure are, and and does not know how to express himself in a healthy manner, that's a red flag. Red flag all day long. All day that's, long. That's you know what I'm saying? Like you said, the red flags are out there, man. You know what I'm saying? If you get upset because the waiter didn't bring you up, waited on the other table, and you said you was here first, and you getting all upset and yelling, that's a red flag. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Yeah. And just just like, um, I don't know if you guys know what happened in uh, New York, where the, this lady, she had just got off of work. Uh, she was tired. She was on her way to the liquor store to grab a bottle of wine. And uh, it was these guys in there who wanted to, uh, I guess, he wanted their phone number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Buy a wine for it, get a phone number, and this, that, and the third. And, you know, she declined and, and things like that. And then later on, they went outside and almost beat that woman to death. Sad. Because she said sad. no. Because yeah. <laughs> she said no. Come on. Because she said no. And, and the reality of it is, you know, women nowadays are more fearful than ever of, of men. And I think that that's what kind of causes men to have this attitude towards women because a lot of women now, they they, they don't want to talk to men. They don't want to be around them alone. They don't want to talk to them. They don't want to give you the time of day because they're fearful. Um, and I'm not, you know, so I'm not going to say I, I talk to a lot of women because my baby mama might hit me, but, you know, <laughs> in, in my experience of dealing with women, um, you know, I talk to a lot of women, they give out their phone numbers because they've seen what happens to women when they reject men. Mm. Right. 
And it's not because they actually want to talk to this guy. It's not because they're interested in this guy. It's because they know if they don't give out their phone number, it's a chance of getting hurt or or potentially, you know, worse. I think I can tell y'all, I think what I think is wrong uh, is these people out here taking those pills. These young dudes out here taking these pills, man. And they oh, don't know what they're problem in itself. Exactly. Yeah. They don't know what they put in these pills. Um, I had, to, I, had I, I don't want to say their name, but I had someone that was taking those pills and I had to Google. I had to tell them like, bro, they got horse tranquilizer in there. You know what I mean? Like, you put stuff in your body you don't know, and you acting crazy. When I'm telling you, like, I never saw nobody take a pill before because I don't, I don't associate myself around people like that. But when I physically saw this person take a pill and I saw how they looked, they looked like they was possessed with a demon. You know what I mean? So it's like these young guys out here popping those pills and messing with Satan. Satan is crazy. He crazy. You know what I mean? So he, he possessing these men. And these kids, and I feel like that's where it's coming from, these drugs. You know what I mean? Could, could we really say this is um, the missing, especially in the African-American um, at this background, the missing father in the house? Mm-hmm. Could we put a, that on a lot of that? You know what I'm saying? But think about it, you know what I'm saying? If I had a father that was actually showing me how to be a man and how to do things, a lot of this stuff probably wouldn't happen. Yeah, but well, a yeah. lot of these people want to be followers, too. You know what I mean? You can have a father and a mother in your life, but you want to go out to the streets and be like, well, Tom, Dick, and Harry's doing it. Why not me? And your parents could could have, you could have grew up in a great home, you know, uh, not just like with money, but just great as in communication and love. But if they want to try that shit, they're going to try it. You know what I mean? It go by the parenting, though, man, because you can't I, like I like I told you last last time last show, man. I asked, I thought I was wanting to be out in the streets and do all this right here and that, but my dad beat my ass. He he pulled me back in. <laughs> he real he reeled me back. Hey, look, you're not finna be that person. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's all about the scrum the scrimmage of a man. It's kind of like man. Um, I was on a trip, man, and and this dude got mad at his daughter. Um, I ain't gonna. I was on a boat. I was on uh, going to the Bahamas, and I was just sitting by watching something. Man, he got mad at his daughter. Cause she said, "Boy, bye." Yeah, she shouldn't have said that to her father. But when I look at him and I look at his appearance, you dressing like one of her homeboys. You got your pants hanging off your ass, just like one of your home her homeboys. So I ain't never how you expect that. her to be. Come on, how how you expect her to be towards you? You know what I'm saying? You can't be these kids' friends. You got to be their parents. And you know what? What else too that leads to a lot of this, um, especially in, in the African American community, we don't know how to deal with emotions it's it's such a taboo thing for especially a man to talk about emotions and feelings and coping mechanisms and things like that and that we, we also as a community as as an african-american community we laugh at things like going to see a therapist or going to get counseling for something you know we we only seek those preventative measures when it's too late you know, when, when you got into extreme alcoholism and you done crashed the car now you got to go to AA because <laughs> the judge ordered it for you right because it's the order yeah, you got to blow in the pipe to start the car exactly <laughs> so I think a, a large part of this is you know just emotional processing a lot of men and a lot of women too they, they don't know how to deal with aggression 
or how to deal with sadness or how to deal with depression because they, they have never been able to manage those feelings or convey those feelings to other people. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, it's definitely a, an emotional standpoint that you have to take in order to, to make sure that you're keeping your emotions in check, to make sure that you have a, a, a healthy outlet. And I'm going to tell you another thing. A lot of these relationships, um, people get into, they don't communicate. There's no communication. And there's also no, no, um, no ventilation. There's no one to vent to. There's no one to understand you because you feel that your significant other or your partner may judge you for doing some of these things, for telling them how you feel and, you know, things like that. You know, nowadays, um, you know, you start expressing your emotions as a man. They call you soft. They call you weak. They tell you to suck it up, this, that, and the third. And, and those type of tendencies or ideologies normally stem to a man not being able to healthy, healthily process emotions. Yeah. yeah. You, you we got to we we keep pushing them down, keep pushing them down. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you got to be able to communicate, man. Um, and that's the best. That's the key thing in relationship. But like you were saying on the last show, um, trust. You got to have trust. Your partner should be the person that you should be able to go and have this good conversation with. You shouldn't be able to, you know, at the end of the day, you can't have a best friend that you can go to and talk to. But the person that you say you love and you lay down with every day, that should be a person that you can trust and tell. You know what I'm saying? And then if I do yeah. something to you, if I do something to you, I should be able to tell you, hey, look, I don't like that. And yeah. I, and I feel like in a relationship, if I tell you I don't like some shit and you continue doing it, you don't give a fuck about me. You, you don't give a damn about what I do like. You know what I'm saying? So things like that, man. So your relationship with your significant other should be a safe space. And a lot of the time, for a lot of people, that's not the case. They they, they don't even want to talk to that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker would take a night job just not to see a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Boy, yeah. <laughs> boy, you, <laughs> you go to work when I get home. You know what I'm saying? Hey, boy, you here. But but you're not lying. It, it is, you know, a lot of people in relationships, like I said earlier, just fear of being alone. People rather be in a toxic-ass relationship with abuse, disrespect, and all that other good shit as opposed to just being alone. Right. And I, I was um, I was talking to one of my partners, one of my coworkers, uh, earlier today about our last podcast. Um, you know, can your significant other have a best friend of the opposite sex? He said, hell no. He said, <laughs> he, he said hell no. And you know, that that's 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 one of the mindsets that we were talking about last week. It depends on it all depends on how much you trust that woman. It all it all depends on that relationship with with that woman. And that that other person that they have, but you know, like I said, relationships are supposed to be a safe space, and a lot of the time, that's that's not how it works out. Right, you know, and I, I had this situation since we talking about last week a little bit, man. Um, and you know how a person always say, "Hey, look, if I catch my girl doing this, I catch my girl doing that, what I'm gonna do, man?" Um, this actually happened, man. A guy walked in and called his girl cheating, man, and he just walked back out and broke down crying. You, know you mean cheating, cheating, or you mean like beat? Hey, she, she, hey, <laughs> they was making that loud clapping. I ain't gonna cap him, boom, 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 boom. Hey. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm saying, but you say what you'll do in that moment. You'll say what you'll do, but you really, I'm saying, you really don't know. Nah, you you don't. You you and, don't. And it depends on your definition of love. You know, there's really not a real definition of love because you can love people in many different ways, and you can love somebody more, you love somebody less. You know what I mean? You don't know how much you love a person until they hurt you. That's true. You know what I mean? Yep. And you know, I I can't tell you what I do in a situation like that, but I can tell you what I ain't gonna do. I ain't gonna but, do nothing that's gonna give me twenty five to life. Right. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, me too. Then go back to putting your hands on these people, kids, these women. You know what I'm saying? No. Nope. Why do something to jeopardize your freedom? You know what I'm saying? Leave. You know what I'm saying? And I don't get it. I just don't get it. Why man? It's, be it's ego. Half the time it be ego. You know, like like I said. Okay. Earlier, you know, if if a man deck you in your shit, you want to go at it instantly. Right. If, oh, 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 matter of fact, I, I said that wrong. If a woman deck you in your shit, you want to go at it instantly. But if if a man deck you in your shit and you might get your ass whooped, you re you reevaluate. That. <laughs> you reevaluate. Yeah. So the half, the half, uh, you go back. You go back that, to the drawing board. <laughs> the half a guy that hit a woman won't fight a man. Won't fight yeah. a man. Yeah, because. Because you only want to fight battles that you think you can win, but but in the in the same hand, I know a lot of women that'll put you through hell. But I I know a lot of women that that don't fight fair and will will kill your ass if it's if it's them or you. It's you, hey bro. Like I said once again, I'm not saying no name, but I know a dude that was in a situation like that. You know what he did? He stayed. He slowly packed his shit. He had his shit neatly in the closet. <laughs> When everybody went off to school and got damn work, he hauled ass. You know what I'm saying? So he was in a he was in a toxic situation, and he knew if he left and say he was gonna leave, it'd have been a hands on thing, and he would have been locked up. You know what I'm saying? So yep. you can get out. You can get out of situations. You know what I'm saying? I don't know nobody parent that won't allow them to come back and stay with them. They, you may not want to be there. You know what I'm saying? But if you're going through a situation where you get your ass beat every night. Go home. Yeah, Go but you got to understand, though, D. I don't know if you watched the news, but about eight months ago, um, a woman did leave her dude, and he came back and killed her cousin, her daddy, her yeah. son, yeah. and all that because it's she funny. Left it's funny you said that, man. I don't know if you talk about the same story, man. In my hometown, uh, Albany, Georgia, which I'm not going to say names, that same situation happened, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, the guy, The guy said, if I can't have you, nobody's going to have you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. her mom ended up losing her life, or her boy for her husband ended up losing her life, and her son ended up losing her life. So it's situations like that, dude. And so what do you it's do? Damned if you do, damned if you don't. So you, do you just stay because you know that that person is capable of killing? So it's one of the things. Do? It's one of the things right there too, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna get too much on the police. Cause you know they help when they want to help and they help certain people, but mm-hmm. you got to go like with um Jordan was saying, we can't wait until we in a situation where okay now we need therapy because we don't keep this person. Oh now we crazy, you know we got to go when the situation is happening. So if I'm in a situation that I'm getting beat up every day, hey the day that we having a good time, hey baby, I got this book right here. Let's go see this person right here. Let's talk about why we got to fight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you never know when the right time is the right time. So when when do you? I, my question is to you: <clears throat> When do you know when is the right time to leave? 
when you're around a lot of motherfucking people. <laughs> hey, but, but you know what? You, you know, a, a lot a lot of what's done in the dark, it supposedly comes to the light. But when when a lot of these women go home, like let's say in the public setting, everything is okay. But when a lot of these women go home, that that household is abusive. But how how do we how do we get women to have an out? Because from the conversations that they don't have an out, so it's kind of like it's kind of the first show we had. Uh, I know Jordan, you went on the first show, but it's kind of like me and Kevin were talking about. You got all these programs for a woman. You know what I'm saying? Women have ways to get out of situations that they're in. They got public husbands. They will put them in all okay. they got they got ways out. But I mean, how do you how how do you provide a woman a way out to guarantee that she does not have to come in contact with that male again? Because I, I was um I was listening to a podcast and mm-hmm. um this this girl was at a uh, a woman's shelter, like a like a battered woman's house. So she had ran away from a pimp and, um, you know, the, the pimp come to find out was actually providing money to her family because her family was sick. So they, they got the information from this girl to where, you know, the, the house is to where, where the house is, um, you know, located with all these women in it. So these guys show up at all the doorways, entryways, trying to get into the house. And I think the women end up barricading themselves into a back room. But how how do you how do you make sure that that woman is not exposed to that environment or to that person that could potentially be abusing it? And it goes all the way back once again, man. You know what I'm saying? She had to reach. She had to leave her home to depend on a, the outside, the streets. Once again, uh, fathers got to be a part of these kids' lives. You got to be a part of these kids' life. And we always say that a Boy need his dad. Girls need their father. They they need their father in their life. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but it, like it started. It, it, it didn't just start. Yeah, it ended up tragic. She getting beat, got picked out or whatever. But it started with her father. You know what I'm saying? If her father's not there, her uncle should be there. You know what I'm saying? It's some kind of male role model need to step up and take care of these kids. Cause it may be a situation that the father passed at a young age and the mother was raising this child by herself. But some kind of male role model need to step up and say, hey, look, I'm going to be a part of these kids' lives. Because this is what happened, you know. They get up, they get older, and they're out, and they think it's okay for a guy to beat them down. They think it's okay. You know what I'm saying? And the, and the guy's thinking, and these boys thinking that, okay, I, it made me a man when I beat my woman. No, you yeah. should have your damn self, you know. But it's just like, it's just kind of like you take look at a woman and look at um look at a woman and look at children. If a parent beat a child, what what who's gonna step in? The state gonna step in and take you? You know they gonna take care of that child, right? Yep. It's it's programs out there for women in the same way. So I understand what you're saying. Okay, how how can this person be away from me? How can I ensure that this person stay away from me from ever? Hey, maybe. And I don't want to cut you off, D, but I think that go back to what Calvin said earlier. Yes, it's programs and resources and stuff like this, but they got to have a willingness to want to escape that situation. And a a lot of the time, if you don't have the willpower to escape that situation, to, you know, go and seek resources or seek help or seek shelter, then you you end up in, in an abusive situation for the long term. 
And bro, it's 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 sad. I was looking online earlier, man, and most women go by because of sex, also. You know what I'm saying? They love this guy that much, and the sexual activity is that good to them, and they feel like they gotta be there, so they they deal with it. Hey, look, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. I tell you right now. Ain't ain't no cat on this planet good enough for me to stick around and get beat up every day. <laughs> no, hey, I, I don't care. I, I don't care if she paying all the bills. If I got two, three Mercedes sitting outside, you know, if I'm walking around in Fendi slippers every day, it, it, it ain't it. Because at some point, you got to evaluate your self-worth and what you're putting up with. Just the same way you wouldn't let your boss talk to you crazy on the job, same way. <laughs> it's the same thing, man. I don't give a damn what you got under that dress. <laughs> Wait till that won't, 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 I'm telling you, bro. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not, it's not worth it. It's not, it, it's not beneficial to you. Because if that's all that you're staying for, to be honest, you could find that from somebody else. I tell you, but hey, my phone number is five one three. I'm just playing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was just playing. My girl be listening. I was just playing, man. Yeah, for you get hey, hey, next time. Up later. You hear me? That's why I said next time I see him, he got on sunglasses. Hey, you better take that part out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh and, man! You know, on, on a serious note, we we gotta start. We gotta start, you know, being present in kids' lives and making sure that they know that that any type of abuse is is not, uh, it's not love. Right. It's it's not love. It's not appreciation. These people do not value you if they're gonna abuse you. And and like you said, um, I can't remember if it was Calvin or if it was you, D. But you know, men sit up here and and shower these women with gifts and all kind of other stuff, put them up in the house, send them to the Bahamas every other month, but but they beat the shit out of them. Yeah. They have to go to the Bahamas. <laughs> 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 but I, man, I um I, I had a girl man that she um she felt like her dude didn't love her if she didn't get you know beat. He felt like it was her fault. Cause she didn't cook, or she didn't clean like she's supposed to be in, did before he got home, and she felt like it was her fault every time she got beat. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, it's it's a lot of girls in this situation, and they blame themselves when they boyfriend on them. You know, first of all, if you were gonna ask who as a boyfriend or a girlfriend, how the hell you go to the next level as a husband? Come on now, now you're gonna legal ass woman. Man, ain't no next level. Yeah, that that it should no nobody should be leveling up a toxic relationship. Right, right. You know, so that, I, that, that, go ahead. So how do you feel if you get in the situation and the woman that's been beaten end you know, up killing the guy? You know what I'm saying? Do you feel like they should have jail time? No. And no. Explain why. Explain why you said that. I say I say no. Yes. Now, if she doing all of that she can do by filing police reports, trying to leave, 
if she doing all that and he come, keep coming back, he breaking into the house, if she killed his ass, he deserves it. She don't need no jail time. But if she just sitting there every day taking the taking the abuse, hell yeah, she need to go to jail because that's still a crime at the end of the day. You yeah, know what at I mean? the end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, you had a chance to, to escape and get out. So how you feel about that, Jordan? Hey, you know, if if a woman kills a man after, you know, being abused by that man, the only out that, that I feel she should get is if she has been constantly reporting and telling people that this has been what's going on and nothing has changed. So like Calvin said, you know, if, if you have exhausted all of your options um, and you cannot find any type of uh, avail, if, if you're not able to help yourself out of that situation, and finally, you you kill that person, then I don't I don't believe that that you should go to jail because, like like we said earlier, when is enough enough? Yeah. Why does it have to come to a breaking point where someone is now in the grave? Why why does it have to be a lot of slow singing and flower bringing, you know, for for this to be a, a thing of the past? So, boy, female, and um, boy and girl, how do y'all think kids are affected when they're in a domestic violence home, um, with their schoolwork, or just being normal kids? So, how do you think they're being affected? I really can't give you any insight on that because, like, my 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 parents was not abusive to each other, uh, physically or like, or even uh, uh yelling at each other. They they kept that away from us, if that makes right. sense. Right. So I can't give you an insight on that, but I can give you an insight on my friend. They used to come to school upset all day long because they felt like I love my dad, but I'm not going to let him continue to put his hands on my mother. You know what I mean? Right. So it was hard for them, and it was hard for me to see them go through stuff like that because I couldn't understand that because I never had that happen. You know what I mean? How you feel? You know, it's it's sad because it, it creates a divide because the child eventually uh, picks a side, you know, against the, the abuser or against who's ever being abused or, or whatever it is. But the the saddest part of that is that that situation, now that you've seen your mother abuse your father or your father abuse your mother, that situation now you know that if it continues to happen, that turns into your normal. And like and like me and Calvin was saying earlier, that that new normal, this this new normal, comes from you know parenting. If if you know, just just like with anything else, if you if your father or mother are teaching you how to drive and they constantly running stop sign and running red lights, then obviously <laughs> when you get your driver's license. You he think that it's okay. Yeah. You know, yep. that that's the new normal. The same thing with, with physical abuse um, and things like that. And and it goes way beyond physical abuse because there's verbal abuse, there's emotional abuse. Um, you know, it, it, it goes beyond physical abuse, but we have to we have to make sure that our kids know what is and isn't normal. Because what is go ahead, go. What I think what is worse, verbal or I yeah, putting your hands on me is bad, but sometimes the words, man, can be. You know, I, you you write about that, and and 
to be honest, I think that the verbal abuse and mental abuse has a more detriment to a person than physical abuse. Because once someone infiltrates your mind and places thoughts about you, negative thoughts about you in your own mind, you've lost. Yeah. You lost. And, yeah. and it's, that's way worse than any physical damage that, that can be done to you. Because now you don't think you're worth anything and you're doubting yourself. And nine times out of ten, instead of that person killing you, it's people out there, they kill themselves. You know what I'm saying? Because all the words and the things that you, you're made Hello? to say. Kevin, you have anything on that? Uh, I, I, just, I agree with what you just said, D. You pretty much summed it up uh, because you like. Verbal abuse is, is is worse, you know what I mean? Because I'm going to tell you now, we are our biggest critic, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it goes to, like, if somebody keeps calling me ugly, now I'm going to look in the mirror and be like, you are ugly. So it's like... Damn. So you finally did that, huh? <laughs> 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 no, I just put you, man. Go ahead, man. I know, I know. Listen, though. So it's like... If somebody constantly telling me something, you gonna you. If somebody constantly keeps saying something, you gonna believe it. You know what I mean? Yep. So it comes to like, damn, I'm ugly, so I'm not worth. Somebody keep telling you you ain't worth to be on this earth for ten years. You know what I mean? Yeah. You gonna get in that mindset? It's like, what were you saying, I'm worthy to be here. I'm just saying, like, I agree with what D said when it was like verbal abuse is a little bit more than. Fit. I feel like verbal abuse is more dangerous than physical abuse because you can constantly keep telling the person something and they're going to start believing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I see. I do have some advice for these women, though. Just say, like, the night you get an ass whooping. In the morning, you get up and cook this man a nice breakfast. Real nice (laughs) breakfast. You got to be some grits, have some syrup. And make sure his ass is still sleeping when when the grits is done, and you pull that shit on his ass. But he won't, you know. <laughs> Old Marvin Gaye situation, you got that. <laughs> hey, and you and you know what? Um, I was gonna say when you think about physical abuse and verbal abuse, I I take it back to slavery. I think that the yep. the the physical, yeah. I mean, not the physical, the mental abuse. The verbal abuse, the mindset training that the slaves underwent or the, the, the enslaved people underwent uh, was way more of a detriment than the physical abuse. Damn. Because at that point, you would, you would actually start to um, sympathize with your abuser. Yeah. You, you would start to develop a rationale for their abuse. Damn, man. It started with that boat ride. God. There was. <laughs> yeah, Not I mean, that, that, that's the reality of, you know, <laughs> the, the mindset, because now as, as an enslaved person, you, you, you know, being physically abused, mentally abused, verbally abused, uh, yeah, they, they're all pretty bad, but that, that mind, that mind block, that that mental abuse, like you know, you have to be a slave. You were you were destined to be a slave. You were, you know, this, that, and the third, or or public beatings of another 
enslaved person in front of a, a more enslaved into. Damn. That's mental. Oh, I don't want that to happen to me, so I ain't gonna try to run off. That's mental. Yeah, that's deep, man. That's deep. It came back from my ancestors. You know what I'm saying? Damn, that's deep. That's yeah, deep. that's that's mental. Because I mean, think think about it now. It's still in everything that we do today. It's yep. still in everything we do today. You know, the and and I'm not against religion or, or people who are religious, but I, what I'm saying is, the the religion that was taught was taught to enslave people that, you know, whites were superior to blacks. That that was the religion at the time. Oh, well, you know, you you, you can't you can't um be equal to us because we're superior to you. That's that's what God said. And, and it oh, didn't and it didn't only do black and white. You gotta think about it, even when we black folks had part freedom, it, it was you was a man, you know what I'm saying? A woman listened to a man. You know what I'm saying? So you 100% right. They did start back in uh, ancestor days. You know, the man ran yeah. out, the man handled everything. So, damn, you went deep on that, bro. Every Everything that we do today, everything that we do today is a reflection of everything that our ancestors did and went through. From from the things that we eat, from the diets that we choose, from, from the mentalities that we have, from um, the athletic abilities that we have, all of that comes from uh, our predecessors, our ancestors, that, that's a fact. Because you're going to eat what your parents ate and they're going to eat what their parents ate because that's what they know. That's what you know. So if if you have, and, and I would believe this to be true, if you come from a lineage of abusive uh, people, abusive parents, abusive relationships, then I, I would say most likely you may end up in an abusive uh, partnership at some point. Wow. Wow, that's what's up. Damn. So, theory out here, man. So, if your daughter come home and you notice just them being out in the parking lot, they drive up, and you out in the garage working on your vehicle, whatever you're doing, but you notice him talking to her reckless, and it's just a boyfriend situation. It's not a husband. They haven't made it to that next step. As a father, and Kevin, I know you don't have kids, but just to say, if you was a father and you witnessed that, how do you handle that? And I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna put a little spin on it. If it's if that was your daughter being talked to like that, and if the, that was your son talking to a girl like that, how do you check that? I'm checking. I'm checking. I'm checking the dude, and I'm checking my son. The first thing I'm gonna check my son, and I'm gonna apologize to the woman because guess what? I didn't raise his ass like that. If you didn't hear me talk to your mother like that, you're not gonna talk to this young lady like that. And then me, I tell her. I tell a I tell a girl in a heartbeat, or I tell a a guy in a heartbeat, you about to leave her, you about to leave my son. You know what I mean? Right. He ain't worth it. So he now, if so now, if your daughter, you come out there and your daughter's boyfriend, how you handle that situation? I'm checking that. You know what I mean? I'm gonna let him know that this today be the last day you ever fix your lips to talk to my daughter like that. And I'm gonna tell my daughter, you need to leave that because that that ain't right for you. If you ain't never hear me talk to your mama like that. I'm going to let Jordan give his opinion on that. But then I'm going to go back to some facts that I read up here online. Jordan, what's your opinion on that? Hey, you know, I, I would I would have to tell my daughter plain and simple that if she wants me to continue to be in her life and not be in prison, she'll have to leave that young man alone. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Straight up. Because, you know, I, I'm I'm about to have a daughter soon. And... 
I, I would cringe at one. My daughter would would tolerate these things, knowing that I, I would never raise her to tolerate these things. But two, also witnessing those things with my own eyes, because the way I want my daughter to be raised, the way I plan on raising my daughter is, oh, oh no, nah, we we better not let my dad see this. Right. You know, because this is uh, this is unacceptable, straight up, and. I believe that you you have to take a firm stance against um, physical abuse, emotional abuse, whatever it is. You have to take a firm stance against it because if you allow it to continue and perpetuate, it's only going to end badly. And and if it was my son at that, we got to have a talk. We got we got to have a talk, my boy, because what what are you what are you thinking? What what do you think? And, and you don't even want to be with a woman that allows you to speak to her in that manner. You don't even want to be with a woman that don't check you when you cross the line. Right. That's that's real. That's that's factual. I don't I don't want to be with no woman that's a yes woman or that let me talk any old kind of way that I I don't I don't. Right. Chin and check. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you something because you know. At, at that point, man, I don't see how that benefits anyone. If a person sit around all day and let you uh, and let you tell them whatever uh, whatever you want, and you get away with it, that that's a bad relationship. That's that's a bad one. Yep. The, the other party either doing something or they just don't really give a fuck about you. Yeah. So so that this situation actually happened, man, and the um, father actually inter- intervened, but. Is once again, like y'all say, how do you leave that situation? Um, they they was they was junior high school, going to high school, and this girl then got beat to death by the guy. She tried to leave but couldn't leave. I'm saying so. It happened. It happened in our schools also. You know, it's just not as a home type thing. She don't even live with this guy, but she was terrified of him. And when she tried to break it off, then they lost her life. At school. At school. At school. At school. So and, and then we can try to put it on the school or whatever, but at the same time, dang, you know what I'm saying? When it's enough is enough. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it got to be stopped up front. And and again, like I said, you have to raise your children to be, um, you know, who you want them to be. Right. That's that's a mini you, just like my my daughter will be a mini reflection of me. So you should never want you know anybody to say nothing bad about your kids because at that point, as as somewhere down the line, you drop the ball as a parent. Right, and that's so weird. Uh, even today, man, I'm saying I'm grown as hell, man, and there's certain things that I won't want nobody to go back and tell my dad. You know what I'm saying, or tell my mom because it ain't that. Hey, look, they can whoop my ass or whatever. It's just in the basement piece, I'm gonna, I represent you all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's deep, man. It's deep. Kevin, you have anything else? Um, nah, I get what you that 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 story was just sad though. You know what I mean? Because when I was in high school, I'm gonna tell you now, like I wasn't really too much focused on being in relationships for real or like you know being controlled. I just wanted to be the finest nigga in, in school. 
You feel me? That's what I was talking about. It's about having fun, man. Like, just having fun, working hard, you know what I mean? Having a job. My my biggest accomplishment that I I wanted to do in high school was driving school. And I I was able to drive to school in 10th grade in a Mercedes at that. You know what I mean? So it's like, (laughs) that was my biggest. That was my biggest goal. You know what I mean? 2016. I drove a Chrysler. Uh, you still got that Chrysler 100? Well, no, I I sold the Chrysler. I sold the Chrysler actually to one of my friends down in Tallahassee. Uh, I had a Ford. The Ford died on me uh, last year, man. Long story short, these motherfuckers at Ford, bro, don't know shit about a Ford, man. I, I never buy another Ford again. Hey, Ford's there for the on the road dead. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody told me it's stand for a first on race day, man. <laughs> so, so I, the Ford died on me. I end up buying a, a new Volkswagen Passat. So we are gonna see how that work out. And uh, I, I'm gonna tell you with the Volkswagen, if you take care of it, it'll take care of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what everybody been saying. Yeah, you take it, man, and then it's a, it's a yearly oil change. It costs you about four hundred dollars, but. Man, shit, but the first two of them free. Hey, <laughs> you better take advantage of that shit. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, this is why I, I buy new. I, yeah. I'd much rather just buy new. If the shit stop working, you take it right back to the dealership. Hey. Take it back to the dealership, yep. That's why it I buy work. me a new Jeep every two years. Yep. Hey, yeah. Hey, but uh, I'm going to post that Barbie Jeep. I got to show him he got a Barbie Jeep. Um. Uh, <laughs> See, I knew you was gonna take you. Take I knew you was gonna do go there. You should have said about that, G. Hey. They got a two seater. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker be rolling though. Yeah, you be hard. Oh, I, I know it do. It be a hey, shit, but. Hey, this whole topic was deep, man. And I would just want to say, man, any woman that's listening to this, man. It's numbers out there to help, um, to help you out. So I'm just saying, follow your resources in your states, whatever. Follow them. Get out of the situation. Um, I think all 50 states. I'm I'm pretty sure I know the state that I live in and the state I came from. Um, if you call the police, you ain't got to press charges. They gonna press charges for you. You know what I'm saying? So lock his ass up and leave. You know what I'm saying? And get out of the situation because at the end of the day, it's not good for your kids. For your kids to sit there and watch you get beat up and things like that, man. So, hey, one, of the, one of the most important takeaways I think from this show that we had today is don't try to change people, man. Once people show you their true colors, those is the colors, man. Right, <laughs> right. Those is the colors. <laughs> you show it on me one time, bitch. Hey, it ain't the second time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> they say, fool me once. Hey. I mean, they even in friendship, though. You know what I'm saying? Shit, if you if you got the nerve, we blow up and cussing and going off on one another on Facebook, man, it's done. It's over. Man, first off, we should be too. We, if we friends, we should be able to yell at each other in private. You know what I mean? I should be able to keep it real with you as a friend. Yeah, for sure. Should keep it real. For, I should be able to keep it real with you. And it shouldn't, hey, you shouldn't, your feelings shouldn't be hurt. And if your feelings are hurt, just reevaluate yourself. You know what I'm saying? Come hey, on. Hey, you, you seen, I know you seen that Dave Chappelle show when, when keeping it real goes wrong. I ain't not. And some people, man, and that's why, man, you know, 
keeping it real, you got to keep me personally. I really have a real person around me, man, to be honest with you, man. And to be honest with you, Jordan and Kevin, hey, Kevin, I met Jordan down in Tallahassee, Florida, you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I got his number, and his number been on my phone ever since. He even got a new number when he got back home, and I got that number, you know what I'm saying? So it's all about keeping it real, you know what I'm saying? Keeping keeping it real, man. So, and the same thing with you, Kevin. I I felt that you was a, a real person, you know what I'm saying? So that's why you're in my bun, you know what I'm saying? I got two phones. I got a personal phone. I got a work phone. If you got both numbers, if you got both numbers, that's a plus. I appreciate that. Hey, yeah, man, you know, genuine, genuine friendships is, is definitely hard to come by. Because I, I remember, you know, Calvin, when me and D first started talking about, hey, you know, a podcast, getting together and, and doing all this stuff. Um, I, I had wanted to start my own, but, you know, man, I, I work so much. I, I'm dragging my feet, this, that, and the third, what, whatever. I, I can name any excuse that I wanted to, but I'm, I'm glad that, you know, D got the show started and I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it. Yeah, man, I had to I had to push it, man. You know what I'm saying? I waited and I waited and I waited. And me and Kevin talked about this on we talked about this on a daily basis, man. Cause you know how we used to do Jordan when we worked together, man. We we some funny yeah. motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, man, you, know I'm saying? So, yeah, you, you two is some funny looking motherfuckers on the face. Oh no, no. But I, I was like, damn, Calvin ain't got no face with him. <laughs> you gotta see, see, but see, you gotta understand. Calvin Young is sexy. You know what I mean? Hey, Calvin hey. in his fifties. We let you have the young I'm only 20, 26 now. Man, you look bad. <laughs> 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 hey, oh, boy, boy, you Yo, yeah, boy, man. Hey, but like once again, man, we was talking about Jordan, man. You know what I'm saying? You only went. It went about four four hours away from us. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm up here in uh, Gary, Indiana. That's that's where I live. Hey, you oh, know for real? He, hey, yes, sir. Kevin, he oh. lived in Michael Jackson old house. Well, you had. What you say? <laughs> he lived in Michael Jackson old house. No, he don't. Cause I was just I was just <laughs> that, that, up there. I took a walk on Jackson Street, twenty three hundred Jackson Street. <laughs> yeah, that that big school that that sits behind that house, Rosa yeah. Duck, is where my mama went to high school. Like. But my thing is this though, ain't shit in Gary, Indiana. What the fuck did you do? Hey man, <laughs> leave it up to me. I'm a, I'm gonna bring it back. I, I'm I've been working with a lot of groups, uh, and I want to continue working with a lot of groups like the Gary Literacy Coalition, uh, the Urban League, and, and and groups that gave donations to me and things like that when I went off to school, because Gary is is a beautiful city, has the potential to be a uh, uh, even more beautiful city. But the reality of it is. It has to take people to change it because right. everybody could sit around and complain that Gary ain't this and Gary ain't that and blah, 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 this, that, and the third. But I mean, one, you, you didn't grow up here. Most of the people who talk shit about Gary didn't grow up in Gary. And, and then number two, um, and I'm going to keep this brief, but a Gary used to be a major hub and a, and a booming place to be. And then there was this thing called white flight. Obviously, you know, in those times, white people controlled all the money. So wherever they went was where the money went. Mm -hmm. So problem being that there was white flight, I believe, in the, the 60s and 70s in Gary, mm -hmm. which caused, um, you know, the, the money to not be there. And then a long list of corrupt politicians after the fact caused even more money to not get allocated to Gary um, in, in his time of need. 
my my guy uh Christian Robinson created a documentary. It's entitled Looted. And and it kind of details some of the things that I, I just told you about how Gary went from um hero to zero, you know, just in, in a matter of, of a couple years. Yeah. And it's a situation, man. It's kind of like, man, um, I I'm I live out in the suburb, but you know, versus being in the city, being in the city and living in the city, you know what I'm saying? I go to the city to have fun. I come back home to the burbs, you know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking about, I'm just thinking about Chicago. You know what I'm saying? I really want to go to Chicago. Um, I've never been there, but I do plan to make a trip out there. I mean, Kevin just talking about this other day, but I think if I had the opportunity, what, Chicago is what, 30 minutes from Gary? Not even that. Uh, man, 20 if I'm if I'm speed. I, if, so my thing is, me personally, if I was, say I got relocated and I wanted to live, in in the Chicago area, I will pick a city outside of Chicago versus living in Chicago. If that that's your seat. And so, and that's and that's man. You know, we sometimes people talk about cities that are not as fast as others, but I would rather stay in a s- smaller city to raise my kids. You know, versus putting them out there in that life in a city like Chicago, Detroit. You know, um, even here in the Natty. You know what I'm saying? So. And I tell you, it's a lot of um, families, like young families, moving out of Chicago um, because of the the amount of violence that's going on over there. And it, of course, there's violence everywhere, but it's like it's it was a mom who bought a house uh, maybe a couple blocks couple blocks away from mine, and one of her goals was to make sure her kids can ride their bikes outside safely, in yeah. in a more safe environment than you know, over in the city of Chicago or on the south side. And, that's the, and not the Dallas Chicago guys, I'm saying I'm from a city, man, Um, and if you look this, I'm from a city uh, called Albany, Georgia, man, and to make the murder capital, to be the number one murder capital, Albany, Georgia won that for a lot of, a couple of years, you know what I'm saying? So it, it ain't just big cities that yeah. is violent and it's hardest thing. You gotta basically watch yourself anywhere you go. Is is Albany, Georgia, a majority black? Pretty much, you know what I'm saying. We only like hour and a half from um, fam, you. Oh, okay. So you know, and and a lot of the things, and I think one day we we need to get together and put together a topic about this. Um, a lot of the the crime and murder and and statistics and things like that are overreported in African American communities. And almost never reported, or or strategically, uh, dramatically underreported in those uh, non-African American communities, and I believe that's why that you know we have the the murder capitals and the uh, worst crime in America, and uh, you know the, you know things like that. But you know why I think that though? I think because you, you be honest, we're jealous of ourselves sometimes. We, my thing is, if you being successful. We got the jealousies. I think our background, our group of black people, they don't want to see another black person at sea. My thing is, it's just like if I see, it's kind of like you said, we was all in a group. Perfect example is we're doing this show right here. And I come up tomorrow and Kevin, hey, look, man, TV want me, radio want me, to me, I got my own show. They'll be hating on Kevin. I'm going to be proud of him. You, you know what I'm saying? But I think as us, man, it just, it's, it's black folk. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. We hate and we hate to see another person doing better. 
Um, Kevin, can you join? You don't know about this place, but it's a place downtown, man, that I love to eat at, man. Um, Alabama Fish and Grill, man. But it's in the heart oh. of the city. It's in the heart of the city. I remember, yes, um, yeah, remember, um, we got a friend, we got a friend, um, got a friend named Dalton, um, uh, he's from, um, and he's a Caucasian guy, and he was talking about, man, a good place to come eat. And I, re- hey, dude, don't go down there by yourself, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's a difference, you know what I'm saying? We, I wouldn't recommend, and me personally, I, I hey, I'm not trying to be down there too late. But see, the, you know, I grew up here in the Nattie, so I'm going anywhere, anywhere. <laughs> it, but hey, and that's a, but the real though, in any hood, going to Chicago, Detroit, New Orleans, no matter where you go, man, all about how you present yourself and respect a person's hood. You know what I'm saying? You can go anywhere. I'm saying I can go anywhere, but at the same time, it's all about how you respect a person's hood. But you got to do that. And you already got a lot of people out there with the uh, flip side. Hey, what are you doing in my hood? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got the stupid ones out there too. But at the same time, it's all about how you carry yourself when you come to somebody that's hood. Yeah. 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 Hey, well, you know, it, it's a pleasure, y'all boys. Like, yeah, always. man. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Good topic. Good show, man. Hey, once again, we'll get together again, man. I appreciate y'all guys, man. Domestic violence. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast as a woman, hey, if you're in that type of situation, it's things out there. It ain't the end of the road. That guy is not the end of the road. You can get out of that situation. Please get out of that situation because you're worth more. You know what I mean? You're a woman. You deserve more. Your kids deserve more. You're beautiful. Don't let that guy tell you you ain't. You know what I mean? So all you have to do is, if you can go to domesticviolence.com, you can go there. They can give you tips on how to um, move forward or try to get away from your abuser. Um, it gives you steps to see if you get an abuse. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of things on that website that you can use okay. and benefit from. Hey, you want to say anything on the close out, Jordan? Um, don't try to change people, man. Hey. Recognize them for their true colors and move accordingly. I'm taking it for that. Hey, everybody ain't meant to be together. You know, some people come for just for a season. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Exactly. All right, y'all. We out, man. Thank y'all guys once again, man. See you all next right. time. Peace. All right. I'll all see right. y'all next time. Yep. What's up? This is D Stars with Kevin, man. Hey, we just want to say congratulations to my boy Jordan. He's a new father. Had the baby the other day, so we're gonna take off this week, man. But Kevin, tell them what we're gonna be talking about next Thursday. Yeah, I just want to say congratulations to Jordan too. Um, I can't wait to see more pictures of the baby, man. But our topic for next week is gonna be about a bitch that owe you money. Bitch that owe you money in the mall shopping for Christmas. Right in now. the mall, they owe shopping. you money. Motherfucker smoking weed, but owe you money. Oh, you money, man. Everybody out tuning in next Thursday, man. It's going down, man. Once again, man, congratulations, George, man. We all at you next Thursday. Well, yeah. yeah. What's up? This is D Stars with Kevin, man. Hey, we just want to say congratulations to my boy, Jordan. He's a new father. Had the baby the other day, so we're going to take off this week, man. But, Kevin, tell him what we're going to be talking about next Thursday. Yeah, I just want to say congratulations to Jordan, too. Um, I can't wait to see more pictures of the baby, man. But our topic for next week is going to be about a bitch that owe you money. Bitch that owe you money. He in the mall shopping for Christmas right In now. the mall they owe shopping. You money. 
motherfuckers smoking weed, but owe you money. Oh, you money, man. Everybody out tuning in next Thursday, man. It's going down, man. Once again, man, congratulations, George, man. We all at you next Thursday. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah.